When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. So excited you decided to join us. Uh, before we jump in today, um, I want to make sure I give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, they were Their customer service is, and again, this is from a Midwestern boy, their customer service is second to none. Whenever I've had any problems with with one of my three machines, they've always been able to help us. So go over and check out Dr. Dish. Mention Coach Unplugged, Teach Hoops, uh, any of our podcasts, Coach Collins, and they'll give you $400 off. You won't find a better discount out there. They will take really good care of you. And make sure you tell them I sent you. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Um, we are the only ones out there that offer 14-day free trial because we believe in our product so much that we want you to come and kick the tires. We want you to take it for a test drive. Nowhere else are you going to find a high school coach who's also coaching. Um, <laughs> giving, I just got off a, a phone call with a teachhoops.com member. So who else has my cell phone number and, and, and calls me and talks to me about things that he has uh, questions on with his team? Where else are you going to find that on the web? Go over and check it out. Um, like I've said before, it helps us keep the lights on in these podcasts and our YouTube and everything else free. So go over and check it out. And oh. One more thing I forgot. I was going to say, let's head off. Uh, go leave a review. We love those reviews. We read every one of them. Go leave those five-star reviews. Um, and let's head off to the podcast. Bye. Um, yep. Because uh, we play quite a bit of zone. What are your thoughts on doing like a triangle or, you know, like a building a wall or something? What are your thoughts on that? Because we do what most people do is the ball goes up. They just kind of watch the ball. But if there's a spot they could actually go to to kind of build a wall, what are your thoughts on that? So what do you think? You're thinking like running as a zone defense? No, no, no. So just, just to box out. So we're, we're in a – Oh, as a, a practice two, or as actually to, doing to it? To practice in order to do it in a game, though, to actually do it in a game. So we're in a 2-3 zone. The shot goes up here on this side. We know most likely it's going to go on this side. 
is my guys just always like build a wall and then this guy comes over. Or yeah, I would, like I a, would, I would, if you're, if you're working out of it, out of a two, three, what I would do is, um, put four guys on the outside and the three bottom guys and have them work on boxing out first. You know what I'm saying? So put one. So if you drew it up, put one guy in the corner. If you're just working on rebounding. Yep. Put one guy there. Yep. Put one guy like uh, top of the key at the elbow extended, put another guy to a little bit yep, in the corner and then a fourth guy somewhere outside. Yep. And then the, put the three bottom guys on the bottom, like they're running the two, three, and then they got to go find, they got to go work on what you're saying. They got to go find somebody. You know what I'm saying? So, so these are then put in the defensive guys. Like in then put in the three, put in the three, only the three defensive guys. So they got four, they got to box out. Okay. So, so what you're saying, what, what you're saying is right. They're going to have to go find somebody. Um, the closest men and then make a basically like you said kind of make a wall otherwise that fourth guy is going to creep in so do you like that idea i mean this is an awesome way to practice it but once we practice it do you like that idea of doing that in the game of trying to build a i do i do they got to go find a body though so i like when i'm running a two three to think of it as terms i refer always refer to it as a matchup so they got to go find somebody no matter what. Like, don't just turn. Go find a body to box out. Now, sometimes we'll have two people boxing one guy out and one guy open. As long as we got kind of a little semi-wall, we're okay. Um, but I like to keep them responsible where they got to go find somebody. But I guess the problem, which I think everybody has, man, because when we do man, see, but with zone, I feel like that when they when they're trying to box out, since they don't necessarily have this guy, they don't do anything. I was just right, that. and that's why you got to practice them going finding somebody. So, do you like just finding someone, or do you like? I do. I like finding someone that's instead close. of trying to build a wall or anything like that. Or the wall's hard because they're not always going to be next to each other. There's going to be opposite side. I, I, I mean, it will work. It's, it's just harder to teach it. It's easier to keep them all responsible to go find somebody. So even like we do a lot of one three one, same thing there is just principles. You just got to find someone. So You better go find a body. There's going to be somebody closest to you that you better go find. Okay. I just I think that, I mean, from having done this, I'm not a big rebounding drill guy, um, other than maybe a couple that I showed you. But we, you got to emphasize if if you emphasize rebounding every day, especially in the zone, they'll rebound. You really got to emphasize it, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Because that's the thing. If they do drills, they're great. But then when you put them out in the, it's not. It doesn't work. It, especially with rebounding, it doesn't work. But I, um, yeah, I, I, I think that's the easiest thing to do. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, if I ask the question two more, if that's cool. Yep. yep. Um, Go ahead. So no, just jumped in, but he can jump in and ask him questions. Go ahead. Okay. The other question is just um, if you're playing a, a team that uh, my general rule is I send one guy back, the other four crash the board. If you're playing a team that's really just loves to play in transition, um, what's the best way to teach the kids in practice to get back? I mean, do you just tell them just don't crash the boards, just turn around, look for the ball, and if you don't get the ball, sprint back, or do you? You send more guys back. Do you understand my question? 
of how to get I do. I do. So you're saying you're saying um, you're playing a team like the Lakers or Grinnell that want to get down. So you want to make right. sure you have, you want to make sure you have guys back to protect the rim. That's what right. you're telling me. Yep. Right. So um, so as soon as the ball goes, as soon as its shot is taken, they're back. So don't even look for the rebound. Just to, so do you tell all five guys. I, that's why four and one is probably the best way to do it. That one guy's just back. Um, right. Just get back. Now your other four are gonna have to re- rebound like no tomorrow. But yeah, um, it's their offensive glass. So even sending two guys back, you're just not gonna get as many offensive rebounds. So I guess my question is, does it make more sense? I have a general rule, one guy back, everybody crashes. Does it make more sense to practice sending two guys or three guys back or just have everybody go back in order for them to actually do it in a game when it actually matters? Do you understand my question? Yeah, it depends on how good they are, (laughs) honest with you. I mean, I play teams that as soon as the ball goes up, we don't even try to get the offensive rebound. Um, How do you teach your team, your players, to go from – Four people crashing to three people. That's my question. It's, it's not e- It's not easy. Um, it's every. It's everything we do in practice. Those two or three days before we play. Um, I'm yelling, get back, get back, get back, and it's just you got to reinforce it. Um, that's why usually the best case scenario is three and two. Three guys still crashing to keep them honest, and two guys are always sprinting back. Okay, so so maybe that'd be a better way. Is just I assign one other person. Just to just not even rebound. Yeah, you know? because think about it. Even if they get a long, even if they get a long rebound, it might be two on two, or it might be three on two. It's not going to be five on two, unless my other three guys are just standing there and waving at their girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? So, so maybe that's why you you won't you won't if you if you have those two guys get back, you won't give up any layups. You might give up some. You might give up some open threes or quick threes maybe if they if they really get three guys out. But three and two is usually the way I go. I could probably name the teams I've spent sent everybody back, and they were really good. Um, but there aren't that many that can do that. Okay. All right, cool. Um, I, I don't mean to interrupt if uh, – No, do you got any questions? You could jump in if you have questions. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I came, I came in, and I honestly, I was, I was thinking you were talking about four out, four out, one in. I thought you were talking about offense, and then I was oh. like, oh, you're talking about rebounding instead. So, like, we were talking about rebounding. You jumped in halfway through. Yeah, we were talking about rebounding, and he yeah. was worried about a team transitioning back fast. Uh, so he usually goes four and one, um, which is usually what I do. Sometimes I'll go five and zero, oh and just say, go ahead. If we're really fast, I'll go five zero. Oh. I'll send everybody to the offensive class. And if we do this, that's good. Um, but I, three and two tends to work. Three to the offensive glass hard, and two back tends to work. Okay. That's perfect. Um, but yeah, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's like jumping halfway in. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know. Go Do you have a question? Oh, I was gonna say. So, like, what if what if all five on the court are guards, like, and you have no bigs? Like, would you still? Then I then, then I send everybody to the offensive glass. Okay. Right. I'm a nuisance. I'm a nuisance. I hate to. I, Personally, I hate playing teams like that too. Because when you send five, then they then they sometimes when you get the rebound, they'll even harass you after the rebound, mm-hmm. and then that kind of lets everyone else get back. So, um, and the bigs don't like when five little guards crash the boards. Um, now, it's 
it's hard to defend and do other things. Yeah, there's weaknesses to that. You'd love to have all the six four long kids, but um, yeah, I mean, I, it really depends on your team too. I mean, my teams have always offensive rebounded well, but I, you know, I've told Mark this that my rule is if you get an offensive rebound, then you get to do the ball. You can shoot or do whatever you want with it at that point. So. My guys go pretty hard. I'll never yell at them for taking a bad shot when they get an offensive rebound. So they get really selfish real fast. Like they want, they know that they can get two or the good ones can get two or three offensive rebounds a game at least. And those are, you know, close to the basket. But cool. Yeah. I, I, would, I had one other one. Um, okay. If, if I can. And then I'll yep. shut or, or leave probably. Uh, so this year on the <laughs> On inbounds, um, I was going to try to do something a little different than what we've done in the past. So the other defending the inbounds, the baseline of bounds, yep, uh, is to do like a one-three-one. You know, I've seen some teams do that. Yep, um, and then drop back into a two-three, uh, just because I don't like to play man on inbounds and two-three. Oh. You know, you give us some shots too. So uh, just kind of a one-three-one. So they're inbound the ball, a 1-3-1. One, one. These guys kind of moving around and falling back into a 2-3. You could Just do that. So you don't, because you're I don't gonna get, have that. You're going to have that bottom guy come to the top then? Which guy? The guy guarding the ball. Uh, I was going to have him guard the ball and just be between the ball, the, the uh, yeah, basket. Yeah, but once they kick the ball out to the top, to the half court. Yeah, yeah. Where, this guy yeah, comes then. here. This guy's in a 2-3. Oh, okay. This, this guy goes here probably. That's probably the right rotation, right? Yeah, or or if that or in a normal one three one, the the, the the bottom guy tends to be a guard. Like, yes. Yeah, so you can always pop that bottom guy all the way up because he'll tend to be the, a smaller guard in a one three one. Okay. So. So this guy I, feels it. No, I usually have that. I sometimes have that bottom guy go all the way up and be part of the two of the two three. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, this guy. That guy. Okay, so maybe that'd be a better way. Okay. Yeah, so I just say guy. you're always gonna go up. Yep. And then the other guy pops just, over. Just because when we do do a two, three zone on the inbounds, the shots in the corner, the screen and, sh and shot in the corner is where we always give up a few. So I, I thought I could spread it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you spread there and then then the, make a rule so they know when to get back into the two, three. So say when it gets above the top of the key or something, um, just make it real simple for them. You know, because if they lob it over, we're out of it. Like, we're done. We're in the two, three. So, just let them know because unless automatically, if it goes to the corner, are you going to go to the two, three, or does it have to go? Yeah, my rule is just going to be just – that's a good question. I was just thinking just two, three always, but maybe I'd have to think about that. Yeah, so you got to play with that because if there's any question about what they're in, it's a problem. Right. Yeah, I was thinking just automatically it's two, two three, every time. Okay, so as, soon, so as soon as the ball comes in, that bottom guy busts up and then you're in it done right. yeah so, you just got to so make the rule because if you don't make the rule then someone will get an open three and then it was your fault it was your fault it was your fault well no it's like kind of that yeah especially with so teenage this, boys so this was my follow-up question actually so at the end of the game i have a, a set um kind of trapping that has different angles that i don't use any part of the rest of the game and so um like i, I set it up like uh my plan is to set it like a one, four, just kind of give it a different look as they're bringing the ball down. And then it goes into a different trapping formation. Okay. So I was just trying to keep it really simple for them. So I was just wondering my inbounds play, if I can kind of do the same setup is a four, one. And these guys kind of, kind of pivot back a little bit. Yep. 
would that make sense? It just because I'm trying to keep it simple. It's always yeah. I, would, I think yeah. I think that's that would work perfect. Yeah. Okay. Just keep it really okay. simple. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right, you can cool. always that you can always get. It's harder to go from complicated to simple than it is to go from simple to complicated. So, I always say, especially quick hitters, anything you do, make it simple first. And then add the complicated stuff. Because, um, again, teenage boys' brains don't work the other way. They're thinking about what they're doing Saturday night kind of thing. Right. So. Okay, cool. Thanks. All right. Yep, no problem. Hey, Noah, I heard you talk to Mark today, huh? Yeah, I did. I mean, honestly, uh, I was kind of – I got caught off guard. I didn't expect it. So, which okay. is fine. I was driving. But it was great stuff um, that he was talking to me about, actually. Um Okay. It it's a whole. I feel like I kind of threw the whole bus at him in terms of questions. Okay. Uh, it, it's so much. I remember last time we talked, we were like, uh, I was in the like we were working in the gym, and it's been very interesting since then. So like, coaching wise, still coaching them in the right. gym. We haven't had any issues, thankfully. That's had good. But you know, now that like I'm running it. You know, like now I'm on, <laughs> I'm on the administrative side, coach, and it's just, it's a lot. I, start a so, notebook, man. Start start a spreadsheet, Google sheet, start something because your brain's going to like run. I, I would even have a little notebook next to your bed because it's like, that's the way I am. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll roll over and it's like, oh, crud, I got to remember to do that. Or crud, I didn't order those. Or crud, I, you know, it's your mind's always running. Mm -hmm. Um it's like being a parent in, in some respects, but, um, and you're not going to think about it until it happens. That's why I thought he'd be good. He might, I thought he might help with, um, at least some of the stuff you haven't probably thought about. Um, yeah. No, I mean, he helped me. He helped me a lot. I thought about, so everyone, the whole concept of COVID, everyone is so, it's so sensitive coach. So like, Oh, it's sensitive. It's only going to get worse. Trust me, too. So, where are you? Remember, remind me where you're located again. New York. New, New York, York City or New York State? Uh, New York City. Sorry. So I, I live oh, here. We, we play in the city, New York City. You're in Queens. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you know anything about Madison, Wisconsin, but um, very liberal, very uh, like where I live in Dane County, the actual county. It's bad. Like last, last yesterday, coach, someone wanted a refund because like the kids, some kids on the 16 year team weren't wearing a mask. So, right. And I understand that. So my whole thing is before I took over in a sense, my kids, they had to wear a mask, but as long as it was underneath their chin, as long as they had it on when they went to right. bath, put it on yeah. stuff like that. Because yep. I know when you're doing a lot of athletic activity, it's hard when you're breathing in the carbon. It is. It is dangerous. So like that's one side of the of the of a coin. The other side is like, okay, if I just have them underneath the mask, how are people going to complain? I haven't had any complaints from my team, thankfully. Right. But they're supposedly coming out with some new ones that are easier to play with. Um, I hope. I hope so. That they better come out fast because I know because the problem is it's like singing. Playing basketball is not a safe thing, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, it's, it's not. And I feel because a lot of these kids, they don't want to go play golf. They don't want to go play tennis. Right. <laughs> no. like, not to be mean. It's just they want to. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like wrestling. We're not going to be doing a lot of wrestling. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, wrestling might be out of the question, unfortunately. But, like, yeah. it, it's tough. And, you know, she was like, uh, she was like, I'm not going to pay this amount of money if, 
they're not wearing masks. So I said, listen, some parents don't want the mask. Like, they, they don't mind you wearing the mask, but, like, they don't want it mandatory. Right. You know, some people want it mandatory. So it's kind of like, where? And she was like, well, you can't bend over backwards for everybody. And I'm like, well, where do I find the common ground? Right. <laughs> and what? And I'm surprised there aren't restrictions. Is it? Are there not restrictions on wearing masks? Or there are or aren't? Um, it, it's a mixture of both. So like we haven't gotten any new guidelines since July. So okay. like, they're know, waiting, they're waiting. They're, yeah. I don't know what they're waiting for. Cause all of New York city is like, they're anxious. They're ready to get basketball going. Like it's, you got people that are, you have some organizations going to Jersey, going to PA that are playing in tournaments. And like some of us that are actually trying to follow the rules for right, right. now, we're staying put and then every, we get the flack because like we're not going out, but everybody yeah. else is going out. And it's, it, that's what I'm saying. It's so sensitive coach. And you know, I've been doing okay with it. So, well, I'm not, not I, but we have been doing okay with it so far and it's, you know, getting thrusted into this position. You know, so here, here's my, here's my perspective on this is this is probably the best you, you are learning. This is baptism by fire. Um, no, I'm just, and, and not, and I'm not making light of COVID. I'm saying part of being a coach is if it's not COVID, it's something else like Johnny's not playing enough or you're doing the wrong thing here. So this is really good life thing for you as a coach. Um, because there's always a fine line. Do I play seven kids? Do I play nine kids? Do I run this offense? Do we play this team? I mean, so it's good. I mean, you're learning. It's a political. It's a, a, a if you become a high school coach or a college coach, it's a political job. Like mm-hmm. I'm ahead of my my program, which has a, you know a JV coach and a sophomore coach, a freshman coach. The buck stops with me. So it's a, there's a political part to this job, whether people want to admit it. Um, so that's what you're you're learning that fine line. It's not easy, but. Um, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline from everything bad, something good comes. That's kind of my theory in life. But um, I hope so. so know that, know that you're learning something, even though it's a pain in the bud. Um, uh, it, it is. And yeah. I mean, so we, we put out a game schedule, honestly, because people are asking when our games, when our games, when our games. And if we can't, if we don't have an answer for them, it's kind of like we don't have a plan. So right. I was right. like, okay, well, let's put out a game schedule. So I looked up tournaments in Jersey that are happening, like two yep. in Pennsylvania. It's like, okay, if we put this out, let's say, you know, based on state guidelines, if we don't get this by this, then we can't play in that tournament. So I right. thought that was a very smart idea for yep. us to do. So, I mean, that kind of put – it kind of it it pacified a couple parents. It does. You just got to just gotta kind of hold them off until you know more, basically. Right. So, I, I mean, agree. It, it's been going okay. But I know, like, as a young coach, like, as um, as you know, I'm 23, like, it's being put in front of a program to run it. I know, like, it's, it, I, it's coach. I, I, I'm, I'm stressing. Like, that's so why I look to you for, like, you know, mentorship and leadership. I, I'm here, like, I, 
No, I get it. And the thing is, here's here's the issue too. Is like, was 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 Mark able to help you with like, how do you feel about the administrative part of it? The administrative part, it's hard. I will say because it, we already have a bad perception. Well, the administration has a bad perception. So okay. coming into it, it's kind of like, all right, how can I help? Or how how can I clean it up? They're very they're, they're disorganized. And and put it blankly, it's. It's non-basketball people running a basketball organization. Okay. And it's like, <laughs> and it's, it's stressful because like, you know, we could have done stuff with gear already. Not now, but we could have done stuff with gear. We haven't ordered jerseys yet, but like we need to order jerseys. Like we are trying to get A and B teams, but like finding gym space in the city is hard to do. Oh, you know? I can't imagine how finding gym space is now. Yes. Oh my god! It's 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 like it's death out. It's it's like the and I have a couple T troops members. I I know, I know a couple of them have said the high schools have been shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so they're, the, I'm not even sure they're gonna have a season. Yeah, so in the D, the Department of Education, they they have their buildings aren't open, but where we practice, it's a Catholic school or it's a Ukrainian school. So they're okay. completely separate. Okay, so that's where we kind of have the benefit. But also too, it's just like a Catholic high schools are looking are looking to see by they're ha- looking to have a season by January. That's January. what she said, which is I understand. I get that, you know. Yeah. So I'm kind of in the standpoint of okay, it's probably going to be no fans, socially distant. You know, I don't know how that works, but like you know, <laughs> here we are. I mean, the and, problem is they're trying. To, they're they're doing like you. They're trying to give people some hope. Right. Is is yeah. what they're trying to do. They're trying yeah. to give people hope. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, yeah. No, do you have any specific questions for me? Hey, yeah. Coach. I know we were talking about uh, administrative side. So I'm curious, with the five kids that I, I – I have a couple of kids, 13 kids, and they're all guards. So I was thinking okay. we should run a complete five out. That's what they naturally do. But I kind of want to run it. Like, I really love the dribble drive. I know you're kind of like, oh, so-so about it. But like, no, they, I'm not. I run, I run, I run a hybrid, like – I, I have a little bit of dribble drive. I have a little bit of read and react and I have a little bit of the Princeton and I haven't, I haven't named it yet, but it's something like that. Um, no, I like the dribble drive. Uh, I mean, that's an easy, that's, I mean, that's basically the read and react. You're just, you're just adding some more dribbles to it. And, um, but the, but the true dribble drive tends to have a post opposite the ball. Right, which is I was under, which is I was thinking in my head. So I have a kid that gained weight during quarantine. <laughs> join, join the club. It was it was eight pounds for me. So yeah, I, I get it. I know I get it. Go ahead. He, he was skinny when I last saw him, and now he's just fat. I'm gonna be honest. So he's fat. So I mean, he's get, getting his conditioning, his legs back under him. So I'm thinking of just putting him as like the technically the big, but like he could shoot a little bit. So like I'm kind of like, all right, what if I just ran a four out one in with him as technically the big, you know, the, the one that is setting because he when I was teaching them the uh, pick and roll situations, how to hedge ball screens, like he hit me pretty hard with some screens. Like yeah, I, you I, could put him in. What happens if he gets in foul trouble? So that's another thing I was thinking of too. So <laughs> should I just run a five out? I, I, I think you should. I think you can do that with him a little bit and maybe just work with him being opposite the ball. Um, but I would just run the dribble drive with five out. You can do that. Um, 
they'll sag a little bit more on that side. So the, the, the guys opposite the ball got to be really active and you got to do some sets out of that. Um, but I mean, I mean, if you want, I mean, it depends on how much he's going to play and you know, things happen. So you, I don't know if you want to build your whole dribble drive around having him be your one post opposite the ball. Um, I mean, you can definitely have two options. You can be a four by one and a five by O, but, um, yeah, I think that's a great. I mean, I love. I like the dribble drive. I just, I had, I had a couple of years where I didn't have any guys that could dribble, so I couldn't run it. I couldn't, I couldn't run any variation of it. That's for sure. They're horrible. So how do I? So how do I format that then? Because like you have the. Uh, you have yeah. Go ahead. I can see. So like you have you have the guard. I know it's in red, but like you have a guard, you have a wing, you got an. Yep, you'd have you'd have the two wing. Yep, you'd have the five guys out like that. Yep. Right. So like, how would you? Wait, the loop and the oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. ahead. The other way. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where's the ball? So the ball could be like up top, or like at yep, least so he's gonna drive until he stops, and then he's gonna cut through, and they're just gonna fill in. It's just like the read and react. So would so would he just come here for a loop and? Yep, and then he's gonna loop back behind because they're not gonna cheat off those guys in the corner. Those guys in the corner are like gold. Mm-hmm. So they're not coming off those guys. And then it, it's almost like you've seen it. It's almost like a, a weave up top. Mm-hmm. So um, he would get it here. And then once this wing get it, he would try to dribble to the opposite. Yep. Wing. And then he's going to come back. And then if it goes to the corner, yep. If the ball's on that wing and it goes to the corner. So let's say the ball's on that left wing and it goes to the corner. Okay. Right. Yep. He's going to just cut through everyone else's. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then he's going to be able to drive to the basket. Oh, so what you're saying is when the ball's here, the five is going to, what, take it? it yeah, he can backdoor. He, if they, it's good, he, you're going to have to work on reads on that. Like, what's okay. going to – where's that defender when that guy has the ball? So it's really hard without, without seeing – so when that ball's on that wing, you ha- the, the, the baseline guy's going to have to decide, am I going to creep up on number five out there mm-hmm. or am I going to help on the drive? Okay. You know so what I'm saying? If, so if he helps, then you kick it to the five. If he doesn't help, you attack, and then five can fill. Or, the or yeah, the, those rotations can be any way you want, to be honest with you. So in terms of in – ter- so let's say, let's say the five is here, right? He has the yep. ball on the ends. Let's say the deny the baseline. So, like, would he just have to bring the ball back out? Yeah, he, oh, he's going to drive the baseline until he gets stopped. But the other gu- that wing is going to fill behind him. Oh, okay. So, like, all right. So the five's here. He drives. He drives. He's gonna fill behind, and everyone else is gonna just shift. Okay. So then they're coming here, here, and then here. Yeah. And then once he kicks the ball out to the wing, then the five can, I guess, go to the opposite corner. Okay. You just gotta. And to be honest with you, it's a little bit of like that. You just gotta fill the spots. Right. So you gotta teach them, and then it's really about reads, like. If you're not going to stop me, I'm going to keep going. That's why they call it the dribble drive. It's mm-hmm. when you stop me, I got to be able to pivot and find somebody. So you got to spend a lot of time on that stop and pivot. Okay, and they're pretty good with that. I teach them jump stop. Oh yeah, that's all they. Pl- this is that's all they play in the parks right there. That's all they do. Whenever they do play pickup, they're basically running dribble drive in a okay. lot of respects. So how would I incorporate like a fist or ball screens? Like it's the guard is he. Okay, I'll try to feel like I'm. Yeah, I got it. Let's here, right? Yep. If he comes for a ball screen, let's say 
the corner guy can come. Well, not the, yeah. The no, it'd guy be a wing guy probably would come set the ball screen if you're going to do it. It'd be like a horn set in, in, in uh, Princeton. Okay. Because I was yeah. watching the set and I saw that too. Yeah, it'd be like a horn set. You basically run like a horn set and then you, everyone else is. So but what I'm saying is you want to run it, especially when you run five out, it's very similar to the read and react in the sense that you're filling all the spots. Yeah. But then you're, what am I doing? I'm grabbing a little bit of Princeton here by running the horn set up high. Um, and then I'm still doing the dribble drive. So, um, yeah, play with it is what I would tell you. Okay. Um, I've been yeah. doing this for a while. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel like I kind of uh, – Oh, Rex, Rex sends me a text. I don't know where he went. That's okay. No worries. Oh, okay. I talked to him the other day. Okay, because I was like, geez, I feel – I wasn't trying to – you know. Now, he was talking to somebody. I don't know what happened. I'll, I'll see. He sent me a message. Okay. Um, so I had another my, – my friend and I, we were talking about a play last night, and now I can tell you about it. So I just wanted to know your thoughts. So you have a guard up top. Yep. You have a wing. Uh, let's say you have another guard. Let's say you have a five-man. Actually, no, okay. sorry. You have the shooting guard or the two guard up here. Let's say you have the five here. Oh, no, he must – I messed that up. The wing is in the corner. The five is here, and you have the post player, right? So okay. he was saying – so he was saying if you pass it to the five, right, this guard would then come – well, too hard. He would come right here to the free throw line. Yeah. And the post would come to the free throw line to set an elevator screen. Right? Oh, that's good. Elevator screen's a good screen. Yeah. yeah. So he was saying once this five catches it, the he could this five could dribble towards the wing to do like a dribble handoff. Yep. Come, come around. So once that dribble handoff happens, this guard can either backdoor – to get a layup or he'd come up from the elevator screen to get a pass from the guard. Right. So I like that. I like that. As long as they can handle the rock, because there's a lot of moving pieces there. As long as they can handle the rock, that will work. Okay. And if, then, if they're, if they're, if they're shaky with the rock, it could get messy, but it, that, that will work. And okay. then if they cheat on it, if they cheat on it, then the guy on the right of the elevator will slip to the basket and get a layup. That guy right there. If they okay. cheat through that elevator, there's no one over there to help, right? There's literally no one. So they'll once you run it once, they'll cheat. He sets it again, and then he slips, and you just give him a little bounce pass, he'll score a layup. Oh, okay. All right. Because we they'll thinking- cheat on that. They'll, 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 you might get the elevator once. Um, but after the first time, they're either going to jam him so much that he's not going to be able to even get there. Or they're just going to like ride him and he won't be able to get through. Mm-hmm. Or if he does get close, they'll cheat on it, fake it, and then lay up. You'll get a layup every time. Okay. Cause we were thinking the post or what, like we were thinking, we actually said the same thing in terms of slipping to come down to the opposite block, even for the point guard. And then the post can come back. You say sorry. I think yeah, you could flare. I'd flare to the other wing. Probably is what I would do. I wouldn't flare high because there's already a guy coming through the elevator. I'd mm-hmm. flare to the wing on the side for the for the post. Yeah, guy. yeah. So then you got to skip. You got a good skip, and he's got that whole wing to himself over there. There's no one over there. Oh, okay, so you want to think space when you're drawing these up on napkins at, in a bar on a Saturday night with your friends. You always want to think spacing. Okay. Um, if I had a nickel for every one of those I've drawn up in my career, I'd be a rich man. But, um, yeah, they're fun. I mean, it's fun. And then, then 
and and that's what I would advise to any young coaches do that with your friends because they'll counter you good ones will counter you like I'll do this well no you'll do that I'll do this and that makes you start thinking about the spacing and stuff you'll it's chess you're basically playing chess but it's better than chess because you know he brought it up to me he didn't think about the back door cut but I was especially here if you do a dribble handoff a dribble handoff and you have it here in the wing if this guy brings his defender up and then back cuts that's a layup easily. And then even too, if they don't get this, if that layup doesn't happen, they have the elevator screen to come up. You know, so okay. that's what I'm saying. Like he, he just, he was thinking straight of the elevator screen. But yeah. I was like, well, you back door cut if you're right there. Cause then. It, no, it I like that. The layup that, you know. The I players. do. I like okay. that. All right. Cause we were like, we were like, is this good? <laughs> we were like, this. No, it's good. good. The thing right. is, here's what I'm going to tell you too. The good ones sometimes don't look good on paper, but look good in person. And sometimes the ones that look really good on paper are horrible. So you know, just, you got to try it. Just do it and see what you'll, you'll quick do it once or twice. You'll know if it's going to work or not. Okay. I just With, with I, live defense. Right. I just wish I could do it in a game to see if it works. I know. The only way you can do that is, and you can kind of simulate that in practice is take half of them down to one end do it without the other half seeing it and just don't even have them walk through it. Just say, you're this person, you're this person practice. Like it's a timeout and then go play it against five defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll know that first time, as long as you got five guys that can run stuff on the fly, you'll know if it's going to work. Okay. All right. So All right. I'm happy that you like this coach. I, I do. I do. All right. Let me know. Um, let me know if you have any other questions. I'm going to go off and have dinner. I uh, think, but. All just right. Last question. I just wanted to yep. know, scrimmage wise, um, is it? Do you think it's good for them to like as long as they know their teammates? Do you think it's good for them to scrimmage themselves? Yes. Okay. Just yes. like, and you can work, and you can work on stuff in your scrimmage. So, um, yeah, for sure. I love scrimmaging. And then, like, bring like maybe like a ref or two, and like interest. Yeah, yeah, I let them. I let them have to hack the crud out of each other. To be honest with you, but yeah, you can. If you want to do live scrimmage, then for sure bring in an official. But a lot of the time, I just let them go. Okay, I've been letting them go. I've been letting them go so far, but like I just want to make sure like they get some. Yeah, especially as you're prepping for a tournament or something like that, then you maybe want to you know here's how we're going to run timeouts. Here's how we're going to do this. Blah blah blah. And it's always good to have an official to do that. So, okay, awesome. Yeah, no problem, Coach. See ya. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Everybody, thanks for listening. Um, if you'd like to support us, go over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better. Also, subscribe and like. We do appreciate those. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.